Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. How's it going, everybody? Your old pal Joe checking in with you. You doing all right? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing as well as you uh, possibly can be. Better than you ever thought possible. And if you're not, that's okay. You know, can't all be winners. Hope uh, you had a good Thanksgiving, saw your family, you know. Or maybe you didn't see your family. Maybe you're worried about the... Uh, current state of the world and the virus and the pandemic and maybe you didn't uh, see your family because they are uh, what what are grandmas and grandpas highly susceptible or whatever they might you know they're weaker human beings so they can't handle the big strong virus not like us you know not like us you know us 30 us very healthy 30 year olds we're good we can withstand the virus i assume everybody who listens to this is in their 30s uh, maybe not. Maybe you're in your late 20s. In which case, what the fuck are you doing? Get out there and go play ball or something like that. Go the fuck outside. Get some sunshine in you. <laughs> Let's get the business out of the way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> go take a swim in the pond or the creek, you know. <laughs> Catch some frogs. Get out of the house, you fucking 28-year-old bastard. Uh, business patreon.com this is what you could do ladies and gentlemen if you'd like to support the podcast you can go to patreon.com slash utilize shrooms what can you get over at patreon.com slash utilize shrooms let me tell you it used to be nothing it used to be absolutely nothing it was just kind of a goodwill thing you know if you wanted to support the podcast you could but now hey now i got it all figured out uh Video content will be exclusively available over at patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. Five bucks a month, you'll get videos of uh, every every podcast. We're going to do little bonus videos, too, at the end of these things from now on. Give you a few extra minutes, you know, just for you. Just for you over at patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. And I think what we'll do is every Friday, I think we'll get high together. You know, I don't know if I can live stream to uh to patreon i'll figure that out but either way just smoke a joint and talk shit every friday i think that's a good way get you ready for the week the beginning of the week with the podcast easy into the weekend with a nice doober on friday over at patreon.com slash utilize room so check it out <laughs> and if you know that's it that's what's over there <laughs> let's try to ham it up more but i don't know what else to say it's all I, it's, I've given you so much, people. <laughs> also, if you aren't subscribed to Patreon, you won't be able to see the shirt I'm wearing. But guess what, everybody? I got some Joe Kelly shirts. You can, if you want one of those, fucking hit me up on Venmo. Joe Kelly 810. K-E-L-L-E-Y. J-O-E. K-E-L-L-E-Y 810. 20 bucks. I'll send it wherever the fuck you live. If you live in Japan, I'll send you I'll send you a fucking shirt to Japan. It will cost me forty dollars to send it, but it don't matter. All you gotta pay is twenty. That's the kind of deal. That's the kind of nice guy, that's the kind of business guy I am. But if you live closer, hey, that's great. But if you want a shirt, I got small to double X. Uh there's a picture of it on Instagram somewhere. Uh and if you want to subscribe to Patreon, you can take a look at it. It's just a shirt. It says my name, it says Joe Kelly. It has a caricature of me that my buddy drew driving my old minivan. Where's the van going? To Bootyville. You know. And it's like, even if you can't see the shirt, just take a fucking chance. I'm not gonna do you wrong, you know? It's a great quality shirt. You don't have to see it. Take a fucking chance. Quit being such a little bitch your whole life. Just buy it in the dark, you know. 
All in, baby. All in blind. Don't even look at the cards. Just put it all in. See what happens. I bet you get a fucking shirt you love. Just let me know if you want one. You can do that on Instagram or uh, or the Venmo thing. Just let me know what size and uh, where the fuck to send it. And I'll get that out just in time for the holidays. The perfect grift, the perfect gift for your grandmother. Because, uh, you know, or anybody who does yard work. It's a great yard work shirt. It's not like a going out fucking night on the town. There's no buttons on it. There's no collar, you know. But if you're just hanging out around the house or maybe you're going to a, maybe you used to go to concerts, but maybe you're going to a fucking Zoom concert. You can just sit at home with the shirt on, fucking enjoy the Zoom concert. You know what I mean? It's a perfect Zoom concert shirt. Great for watching Netflix in. Uh, most people who have it watch Hulu in it. And then there are other people who do, who use it, they cut off the sleeves and do yard work in it. So it's a very versatile shirt. You know, all that in yours, $20. <laughs> How about that for you people? Get you started the right way. Let's get this podcast on the road. All this business shit's out of the way. Sorry I'm getting so corporate on you people, but I'm trying to hustle and bustle, trying to get my life in order, you know. Get everything rocking and rolling for 2021. Because that's people, everyone keeps talking about it. Everyone's like, man, everyone just checks out. After Thanksgiving until Christmas, everyone checks out. Don't be doing that shit. Now's the time to be checking in while all these other stupid motherfuckers are taking time off. You know, they're going, oh, I'm just going to, not acting like they got it together anyway. Ain't nobody got shit together. We're in the middle of a pandemic and people are like, I'm going to check out now. It's like, you dumb motherfucker, what are you doing checking out? Check in while these stupid bastards check out and get ahead of the game. Be ready to go. We're going to take over the world in 2021, people. I don't know if you know this, but we're taking over the fucking world. I can't wait. (laughs) You and I, our own spiritual worlds, you know. I'm not looking for global domination. I'm just feeling very motivated. And uh, while everyone else, like I said, they're going to be checking out fucking, you know, doing what? Doing nothing. Thinking everything's going to be, I'll I'll get started January 1st. Fuck that. Should have been started in July. You know what I mean? You should have started whatever the fuck you're trying to do in July. Don't make that resolution bullshit. Start that resolution shit now, man. Get the goals popping, baby. My goal right now, uh, this is just a small one too. I'm trying to do five pull-ups by December 31st. Just five pull-ups. It ain't that much, you know. I'm up to like, I can get like two and a half in on a good day right now. Sometimes pretty close to three. But like three weeks ago, I couldn't do, I probably couldn't even do one, you know. It's crazy. I've been swinging that kettlebell all fucking summer, you know, feeling good, feeling strong. I try to do a fucking pull up and it's like, what the fuck, man? Difficult. Not easy to do, but I'm trying to do at least five by the end of December. I think I'll feel pretty good about that. And already at two, three weeks later, already up at two, two and a half, you know. So it's uh, got 30 days to get another two and a half down. And I think looking Y'all want to do pull-ups together? Maybe we do that over at Patreon or something like that. Do it. See how many pull-ups you could do. See if you could do, if you're listening to this podcast and you ain't never done a pull-up in your life, see see if you could do more than me by the end of the month. Let's do a little fucking challenge. Or don't. Or sit on your fat ass and be lazy. I, I know no disrespect. I'm not saying that with any disrespect, you know. I love that too sometimes. But if that's what you want to do, do that. Or try and do some pull-ups. Or don't. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> 
do whatever makes you happy. But I think I think if you can manage to do five pull-ups by the end of the month, if you can't even do one now, I think I think that'll make you feel real happy. I think that's going to make me – it's just a small goal, you know. It's a little fucking little mountain to build in your own mind that you can climb and get to the top of and go, fucking, hey, I made it. And then you realize that there's just another mountain after that. Maybe it's 10 pull-ups, maybe it's 15 or, you know, whatever it is. It don't even got to be pull-ups, push-ups or just – Maybe you just wanna maybe you just wanna be nice to somebody for a few months. Maybe that's all. Maybe that's the goal. Maybe you just open your heart to somebody near you for a few months and see what happens after that. That could be a goal too. Anyway, get fucking ready. Let's do it, people. Let's get ready for twenty twenty one together. I'm excited. Very, very excited. There isn't gonna be much live comedy going on in December. Not really. I don't think. Probably not for me anyway. I may have done my last indoor. Well, I guess I got one. Tuesday. Hey, if you ain't doing shit, if you're around Atlanta, Tuesday, December 1st at Social Fox Brewing in Norcross, we're doing a comedy show. It's inside, half capacity, 40 seats. Uh, if you need tickets, you can go over to uh, my Instagram. They're available there at the moment. Excuse me. The uh, ticket link is in the bio. Uh, but that might be the last one. I'm not sure. But I did one on Friday that was real fucking fun, man. It's so great. Everything's just kind of dying down around in Atlanta as far as social activities at the moment. I don't know if y'all are experiencing this wherever you are. Uh, but the show, it was also the day after Thanksgiving, too. So it's like shows lightly attended, whatever. But it was maybe maybe 8 to 12 people, something like that. Maybe 15, if I'm being generous. Uh but I love it. I really had a great... I had to do 25 minutes at the end, like 20, 25 minutes at the end. I had so much fucking fun, you know, just running my mouth. Told a few jokes, but really it was just... This one lady kept yapping the whole fucking show, pretty much. She was kind of piping in during everybody's set, but uh, but they get a little bit... I don't know. Everyone was kind of annoyed with her, but after she talked to everybody's set, I knew she wasn't going to shut the fuck up during mine, and it's like, you get me... 25 minutes fuck yeah it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck with this lady you know because there was no there was no other way that she wouldn't shut up i was mean to her you know i I told her like something like about her husband probably not loving her or something like that or going down i forget what she was i forget she already started off on the bad on the wrong foot i forget what she said but it was some shit about like i see like she wouldn't She's something about she wouldn't let me have any of her Thanksgiving food or some shit like that. I forget how it came about, but she said something like that. And it just became a thing where it's like, you probably can't cook anyway. And it's like, I bet your husband goes down the road to get some food and pussy, you know, just because you're already awful. You're such an awful lady. But she loved it. She loved it. It became about her. She's one of those types of people, which has a... As a fuck man, as a as a husband or boyfriend, whoever the fuck it was, I assume it was her husband. It's like, bro, you ain't never, you ain't never told that lady to shut the fuck up ever, and not in a disrespectful way. You know what I mean? But you've literally talked for an hour and a half during a whole comedy show when you aren't supposed to be talking, and you have never have told that lady to shut the fuck up once because she doesn't she's out of fucking place you know what i mean 
It's like that fucking weak man. Because she's whatever. She's middle-aged now. But she's like an attractive blonde lady. And he was, you know, a little frail, nerdy fuck. So I'm sure she just swooped up. Swooped him up in his web and, and tied him up or whatever. Because he was, you know, he probably had some money. And she was good looking. But it's awful. But it's intolerable at the same time. And he just deals with it because, you know, she'll let him jerk off in the corner while, <laughs> while she fucks some other guy or something like that. <laughs> I just don't know. And it's not even a disrespectful thing towards women or anything like that. I don't care who the fuck is in that place. If it's a man, too. If it's a man, if the roles, if the gender roles are reversed... If a man is talking an hour and a half through a comedy show, I don't know how you, as the wife, don't ever tell him to shut the fuck up either. Go shut your fucking mouth, you idiot. Quit ruining everything and making it about you. You know what I mean? But we had fun with her. She was, you know, she was great. (laughs) Dirty fucking rotten lady. Ugh. Well, not shut the fuck up. But I had a great time. I definitely had so much fun with the set. Because it was just all just fucking being mean to her pretty much. And not even like overly. I should have. So that's what I should have said. But I didn't say that. I didn't speak the truth to her. I just was fucking. Not in that sense. I had to meet her husband afterward. Because she said, I'll buy you a shot. And then they did not after the show. And it's like, ah, okay. I get it. Like, you're like, oh, no, I'm not a terrible person. I'll buy you a shot. And it's like, oh, okay. Maybe there is some some goodness that'll come out of this and it's like ah you didn't you didn't care but i talked to her husband her husband said some shit like it's like you like you're like an andrew dice clay you're pretty much you should just steal his jokes it's like why the fuck are you even talking to me that's the thing where it's like okay you're clearly stupid and she's a twat like that's what this relationship is you're very dumb she is loud and obnoxious that is you know you can't tell her to shut the fuck up because of how fucking stupid you are. You know what I mean? You're a very dumb person. So she can act however she wants because you're fucking dumb as shit. I don't care how much money you have, what fucking corporate title you have. You come up and go, hey, you're, like, you, you, you're like just like Andrew Dice Clay. You should just do what he does. You should steal his act. That's what he said. It's like I've never had anybody compare me to Andrew Dice Clay in my life. So I don't know what that meant. And I tried to get him to explain it. And he's like, no, nah, it's not like the jokes. It's like the vibe. And it's like, I don't know. I still don't know what that means. And then you're like, just steal his material. And it's like, nah, dude. Why? Like, shut the fuck up. Why would I do? Why would you ever tell somebody to do that? And especially with a character kind of like Andrew Dice Clay. You know what I mean? Unless I'm doing like a Vegas parody act. How does me ripping off fucking hickory dickory dock something something cock? How the fuck is that going to play in my favor? Ever. You know what I mean? It's not like I can fucking change that bit up a little bit and mask it as one of my own. Like what a fucking jackass. (laughs) I hope hope they got in a drunk driving accident. People just say the stupidest shit to you sometimes after shows. And that was like, man. And especially to be like, just to have such an awful wife the whole show. And then for that to be what he says to me. It's like, fuck both y'all. Y'all are meant for each other. 
You both suck so much. Stupid motherfuckers, man. God damn it. It's just irritating. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm thankful they were there. <laughs> Cause boy, boy, it was a, it was a four top, and had they not been there, shit, we would have had maybe six people, four, six people. <laughs> so I think, and that's also, that's the only reason that they stayed the whole fucking time is because we couldn't get rid of them. You know what I mean? And I feel like they kind of knew that. We're like, well, they can't, they can't kick us out. If they kick us out, that's half the fucking crowd. And uh, you know, it was all right. They were fun enough. They definitely did not ruin my set in any way, shape, or form at all. I had a blast fucking around up there, you know. I love the low stakes of the shows right now. I love the low stakes of it, you know. And that's the thing that I'm trying to do is I'm watching everybody or a lot of people that are doing, you know, they're still trying to do just like their sets and like their jokes and shit. And it's like, man... I don't understand how you can keep doing that and, and today, just with the state of everything right now, it's like, I'm trying to talk to these motherfuckers, you know what I mean? And trying to uh, still tell jokes, but just try and not, I don't know, just try and not bullshit them, man, because everybody's bullshitting everybody right now. And that's, what you know, you might not like like my comedy or like the words I use when I say shit, Because I like to swear, you know, I'm fucking white trash kid from fucking Flint, Michigan, bro. Like, you know, if I say some shit you don't like, that's whatever. Or it might not be, you know, the the most appropriate of words or the most PC way of saying things. But I ain't going to fuck. I'm not fucking lying to you. At the end of the day, comedy, whatever, this fucking podcast, man, I'm that's... That's the route I'm trying to take right now is I'm trying to be the one who's not fucking lying to you because everyone's lying to you, especially this year, man. You see it happening. All these people that fucking everyone you're supposed to trust, politicians, corporations, everybody, they're all fucking lying to you, outwardly lying, and you know they are. So I'm trying to do the opposite of that. And it might be uncomfortable at times, you know, but I'm just being as honest as I can be or as what I think is honest or what I think is truthful, you know. And people, I feel like people have been responding, good or bad, you know. It's like, I'm not going to bullshit you, man. And it's like the fact that people keep tolerating that shit is ridiculous, especially during a pandemic or whatever, you know. We got this life-threatening virus. And everyone's fucking lying to you, man. It's disgusting. It really does. It breaks my fucking heart to see that shit happening. And the fact that people tolerate it is just... Man. It really beat the spirit out of a lot of people. You know what I mean? The passion, the soul. It's fucked up. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be on stage fucking tap dancing and fibbing to you. And if it makes you uncomfortable, if you don't like it, that's fine. But, like, don't... You know, don't get mad at me. You ain't getting mad at nobody for lying, but you get mad at people for telling you what they think the truth is. It's crazy. That's absolutely crazy to me. 
blows my fucking mind that we operate in that world right now. <laughs> Everyone just wants to be. I think people want the truth, but I don't know if they can handle the truth. <laughs> oh, know what I mean, people? Come on now. Movie references. This just became a movie podcast. Uh, uh, what do you think about Anchorman? Oh, what a classic fucking comedy movie. I really like the writing and the characters. Oh, I'm a film expert now. <laughs> Because I watched a few fucking movies. <laughs> anyway, show is fun. Uh, I got a cough. My apologies. <coughs> Tell me, man, this coffee and weed drives me out every right around that fifteen-minute mark, twenty-minute mark. Man, that throat starts drying up. Uh, but yeah, shows have been fun. I'm gonna try and pick up some weekends here at the Punchline throughout the winter. But yeah, Tuesday, December first. Tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Monday when it comes out, uh, come through Social Fox Brewing. We got a show. It should be great. Some people dropped off, but it's whatever. We got got some killers on there. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a little bit chaotic, but I love it. I love how much fun this show's going to be great. Marlon Ballard, he's a great comic. Cal uh, El Chufi, he's another one that's real fun. Andrew Stanley. Andrew Stanley's a clean, clean comic. And then Khaled and Marlon are fucking lunatics. So I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see uh, this show. A lot of times I'll book a show for me. <laughs> like as a comedy show producer or whatever, you're supposed to keep the audience in mind about what the audience wants to see. Which I try to do. I do for the most part. But some shows, it's like, this one, this one is for me. It's the end of the year. Last show of the year. This is the third one, I guess, of this particular one. But this show is like, this lineup was definitely for me. At least three-fifths of it. <laughs> Two fists was still <laughs> business. <laughs> so you can't do the, you know, I can't have everything. <laughs> I don't know why that's so fucking funny to me, but it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, this show's definitely gonna be one for me. Oh shit, that's fun. Oh my goodness, people. <laughs> oh. Everyone, I don't know. I watched, did you watch that? I watched that Tyson fight Saturday, yesterday, the old Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. That was just what a spectacle of an evening that was in general. Whatever that Triller, I guess, is a music platform app of some kind, but they put on the event. So it was a lot of people. A lot of people I didn't even know were interested in any kind of fighting. Everybody was commenting on this particular fight or the Tyson thing. But, man, what a spectacle of an evening it was. Because it was just people rapping in between, like, fights. One, uh, I forget who they had. YG, I guess, might have been on there. I couldn't remember. Snoop Dogg performed at one at the end. He did like a whole melody, of all the classic is it or all like the hits, you know, uh, and just has a giant fucking blunt, and and, and there's no audience members, uh, 
but once he and once he finishes the performance, it's like the room is just filled with fucking smoke. It was hilarious. Snoop Dogg's one of the best commentators ever. Cause he's no because he has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> but he's passionate about it and he's excited and he's fired up about the fight, but he really has no fucking clue what he's talking about at all. But it's some of the best commentary. The thing he said to me were were Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. He's like, oh, that looks like a couple of my uncles at a backyard barbecue. Like, <laughs> crushing. Crushing the whole fucking, especially during the Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight. Snoop Dogg crushed on commentary. No, Had no idea about what the fuck was going on. But just hilarious. And it was a fucking fun fight, man. Tyson was fucking swinging. He was beating up, beating up them ribs. Fucking laying into Roy Jones' ribs. Fucking, it was great. And he's such a different person. It's so fun to watch him go fight. And then afterwards, he's just like, yeah, that was pretty fun. Like, it's it's crazy to see the person he used to be as a fighter and now, he, as he's dabbling with fighting again, knew the person he has become. One of the most fascinating people on the planet. Uh, you know, always talks about the toad, which I'm pretty sure the toad is DMT. But, uh, yeah, Mike, who knew Mike Tyson was like a DMT psychedelic dude? Became one after time. But what a fight. Somehow it was a draw. But it, it, people were upset about that. Tyson, I feel like Tyson clearly whooped his ass. You know, not like he didn't, he didn't, he didn't beat him up real bad, but he was, he was definitely pounded on those ribs. Like nobody got fucked up in the face that bad or anything like that. But I don't think they were necessarily uh, trying to, I don't know. It was a great, I had, I had a ball. I had an absolute ball watching the whole fucking evening. It was insane. But what a fun, what a fun 50 year old fucking fight. And in a draw, but that was the thing before they announced before the fight happened. They had announced rules that were like they're wearing twelve ounce gloves. They're going to wear headgear. There's going to be no winner at the end. That's what they said. Uh, but at some point they changed and they allowed them to not wear headgear. But either way, I don't think it. There were still betting lines. I don't fucking sports bet, but they kept showing the betting lines for the tight for for the fight, uh, and then for it to end in a draw. I don't know how that works uh, with your bets, especially if you betted for Tyson. If you bet on Tyson to win, and then it ended up in a draw when it clearly most people would think it was not. I, I guess that'd be that'd be the only reason to be pissed off about is if you lost money. It definitely seemed like Snoop Dogg had money on Roy Jones Jr. Because any time, any time Roy Jones would even touch Tyson, Snoop Dogg would lose his mind. He's like, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Bro, it's so, Snoop Dogg has become, from being a, you know, being a West Coast gangster back in the day, Snoop Dogg has to be one of the most loved people in America. Just by everybody, by all races and cultures everywhere. He's just such a, you know, He's just smoking weed, dancing, having a good time, man. Not giving a fuck about nothing. 
hilarious. Don't we all wish we could live that kind of life? Check out for the, if you haven't seen the fight, check it out for the Snoop Dogg commentary alone. If you can just find the Snoop Dogg commentary for the, or just, yeah, yeah, they're fucking, what is it, eight two-minute rounds for the Roy Jones Jr. fight. I'm pretty sure you can find it online somewhere. Watch it if only, even if you don't give a shit about boxing, watch it for the Snoop Dogg commentary. It's one of the funniest fucking things that has happened all goddamn year. I promise you'll fucking love it. It's hilarious. There's those videos of Snoop Dogg commenting or commentary over animal videos or whatever, like Planet Earth, and those got real big, where it's just like a snake going after a rat, and it's just Snoop Dogg going, oh, shit, oh, shit. Hilarious. So it's a lot of that, but with boxers. (laughs) Two people fighting hilarious check it out if you get a fucking chance (laughs) let's get it winding down people we're getting that half an hour mark uh animal video clip of the week that's a perfect time it's not snoop dog commentary but what a what a segue we're getting pretty good at this podcast thing huh pretty fucking good at it you know what i'm saying uh this video hey not uh not inherently violent you know no uh no one's getting tore up I'll get a nice violent one for you next week. I know I've been acting like a little pussy the past couple weeks and giving you these fucking soft videos. I know that's not why people tune into this podcast. You know, people like the people like the 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 real violent animal video clips of the week. You know, some heads getting chopped off or something like that by a tiger. But I'll get back to those next week. This one, I'm sure you saw it. it made its rounds on the internet. Is uh, some fella was walking his dog near a pond or something like that, and his dog got snatched up by a little uh, alligator, possibly a caiman, possibly a caiman, you know? I can't tell they're that small. I'm not not an animal scientist, you know what I mean? Whatever those are called, biologist. Is that someone who studies animals? That's someone who studies biology. Are animals part of biology? I don't fucking know. But I'm not one of those people. I'm not either of those people. So it could have been a caiman, could have been an alligator. But the video starts late. So it's a dude in a pond uh, with a cigar in his mouth, of all things. And he pulls up a little alligator, and the alligator has a little dog, like the back of the dog in its mouth or something like that. Uh, You know, it looks like what happened was this fellow was walking his dog without a leash. You know what? That's why we have leash laws in America. So your dogs don't get eaten by a fucking alligator. Like, I love dogs, but irresponsible dog owners maybe should have their dogs eaten by alligators from time to time. You know, I understand he was in the country somewhere, probably where there aren't people around. But either way, dog on a leash, bro. 101. So, (laughs) I guess the dog got too close to the pond and got snatched up by the alligator but this guy said uh no that's not happening on my watch i love my little dog my little teacup terrier or possibly a uh maybe a pomeranian of some kind maltese maybe pomeranian maltese could be a little bit of both this fella jumps in like a goddamn navy seal seal team six you know jumps in this pond finds this alligator and uh, starts to pry its jaws, 
pry its little fucking alligator mouth open so to get its uh, little puppy free. And uh, and he does, and he makes that happen. And then the and then the video cuts off. So it's a nice little old man. The cigar doesn't go out. First of all, that's number one impressive thing, you know, about this particular video. This guy's in, you know, up to his chest in water, wrestling an alligator who's got a dog in its daggum mouth, and his cigar doesn't even doesn't even burn out. Keeps it going. Like a like a real like a real gentleman. Not gonna let anything fucking uh, you know mess up his cigar, not in his afternoon walk. Very impressive. And the other thing with it is they cut the video after the dog kind of runs away. So it's like, I want to see how the guy got rid of the alligator because he's got both of his hands on his mouth. And part of me wonders is maybe he just kept pulling, pulling that alligator's jaws apart until he ripped its, ripped its fucking head in half. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that's something I might do if you come after my dog. I don't have a dog, but if I had one, and you're trying to, I'd, you know, especially if it's already that, I'd probably be, if I already got my hands in your mouth and I'm already prying it open, I'd figure why not, you know? Never again will this happen. That's what I'd say as I ripped, as I ripped the jaws. I'd say never again will this happen to my dog or any other dog. And then I'd rip that alligator's face clean in half. I just wonder if this guy did that. I have a lot of questions. It's such as, I hate these short clip videos. I want the whole story, you know? I want to see what this guy had for breakfast, what his wife looks like, what his kids look like if they're around. I want to know his address, social security number. I want to see him leave the front door with his dog. I want to see the route he takes with the dog to lead to this pond. I want to know if he's been to the pond before. But instead, I get 18 seconds of a man in a pond pulling an alligator up with a dog in its mouth. With a cigar in his mouth. Alligator's got the dog. The person has the cigar. Very strange. Bizarre video. Check it out. It's a feel-good one, you know? That little dog probably sucks. Probably doesn't listen to anybody. Probably yaps at all hours of the night. But, hey, it got it, got it out of that alligator's mouth. That old hillbilly in overalls. So, that's good. Good note to end on to get the week going, right? Ladies and gentlemen. So let's recap <laughs> the video with the alligator and the puppy and the guy with the cigar. Great video. Make sure you check it out. Mike Tyson fight. Make sure you watch that for the Snoop Dogg commentary. Very fun. You know, uh, comedy show. Hey, if, if you're being a loud lady and somebody tells you to shut the fuck up, that's not misogyny at all. Maybe you just need to shut the fuck up sometimes. Uh, what was the other thing? You can get yourself while everyone's checking out. Get checked in, man. Check in while everyone else is checking out. Do you feel what I'm saying? Check in. You get a couple steps up. 2021 comes. You're a millionaire by March. Because you took the steps today to make a better future tomorrow. While everyone's eating seven-day-old turkey. Not you. Not out there with your big spiritual dick. Huge dicks. I love it. I love that y'all. Hope your big dicks are treating you well. That's the podcast, everybody. Get your get your fucking week started on a right goddamn note. I love you. 
Thanks for checking it out. If you want to support the podcast, patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. Videos are over there. If you would like a Joe Kelly t-shirt, those are available as well. Hit me up on Instagram, Joe Kelly Comedy, or on Venmo, J-O-E-K-E-L-L-E-Y-810. Just let me know where you live. I'll send it to you. 20 bucks, I'll send it wherever the fuck you live. I don't give a shit. Let's get it popping, people. Appreciate you checking out the podcast. I love you. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you all real fucking soon, man. Later. Later.